live. Yeah, we are. You guys, who let us have a podcast? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Habit Podcast. I'm Christina Franklin. I'm Natalie Hopkins. And I'm Paige hey. Burke. And welcome. I hope you guys are as excited as we are. <laughs> This is going to be the craziest episode of all time. I'm so pumped. We have a lot going on in today's episode, you guys. A lot of a lot of faces that I can see right now, but you're going to hear a lot of voices. And this week, we have two of our very own client babes, habit babes, I should say, on the podcast. Alyssa Richards and Erin Parkin. Ladies, say hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> They're also twins. Make it known that you're here. <laughs> so Alyssa, she is on week 12 this week, you guys. Yay. I'm so happy for her. She's actually a client of mine. So she's had the most incredible journey to date, both physically and mentally. She's been juggling so much travel, personal stress, And she's going into maintenance this week, next week, and she's been crushing life. So, so glad to have you, Melissa. Thank you. Happy to be here. Erin is also here. Erin was one of my OG clients, like OG, like Erin. I think you were one of my first, wow, like long term clients, actually, which is so definitely one of my first longer term clients. So Erin was longstanding habit babe. We worked together for well over a year. What, like 14 months? 13 months? Yeah, long time. Very long time. Love you long time. And <laughs> you've now been tracking on your own or you've been off the program for seven months, partially not tracking, partially tracking, just living your life, being free. So excited for you. You also have one of the coolest jobs ever. Just relocated to Nashville, Tennessee. I feel like you got so much cool stuff going on. And I don't know if I ever told you, but I, you have just been one of my most favorite people to work with ever of all time. So I'm really happy to have you here and to get to talk to you again after like seven months. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> all right. So in case you guys are new to the show, we are the Habit Team, Christina, Nat, and myself. And the Habit is a nutrition coaching company made for women by women, started by the amazing, beautiful Christina Franklin. And our program is built for you with coaches who put your goals, your lifestyle, and your personality first. And so, like I mentioned, we are your coaches. And if you want to learn more, you can head to the episode notes on how to book a free consult call with us. So, you guys, today we're flipping the script a little bit. You've heard a lot from me, Nat, and Christina. So, today, We are wanting to hear more from our two lovely guests. We're going to be hearing about their personal journey with habit, how it really evolved from start to finish, challenges. We love to hear about the challenges and how we were defeating them. Erin, we want to hear about your post-program life a little bit more. And then Alyssa, I would love to hear a little bit more from you too on what started your journey with habit, what made you book that call. Um, so before we get into that, I know I'm teasing a lot in this episode, but I'd love for Christina to just intro a little bit. How the heck does the habit program work? Yeah, I think this is the perfect episode to talk about this because we're going to be hearing from two clients who have gone through it. So for our listeners who don't actually know how it works, I would love to just give a little quick intro on how it works. So essentially a client books a call. We don't know why the forces of the universe lead them to press the button on our website and book a free console call. One of us pick up the phone, probably Paige. 
<laughs> Sometimes it's me. Not Nat. <laughs> and we started chatting. And in this kind of intro call, we learn a little bit about our potential new client, you know, how they're feeling, why, you know, why they booked the call, what goals they have in mind about their lifestyle, personality, things like that. And then if we do end up, you know, if they do end up being a good fit for us, they sign up. And they go through an onboarding week. Onboarding is basically like a crash course, right? You hop on the phone with your coach. If you have any questions, you start practice logging your macros that we assign you. Um, you join our community page. Um, set your purpose. You get in touch with the other. You set your purpose. Yeah, you set your goal, set your intention, um, your action plans, and you kind of just kind of dive into the macro world that we've set forth for you. And then you officially start tracking. So the actual tracking portion of the program lasts 90 days, or it starts with a 90-day sort of session. Every single week, there is a check-in with your coach. All of your data is kind of tracked through this shared spreadsheet with your coach. We're looking at what macros you're hitting. We're looking at you know what your measurements are doing, what your body comp's doing, how your energy is, how your sleep is, how your stress is. Kind of look at a little bit of everything and just reassess it at the end of every week, coaching clients together, sometimes on the phone, sometimes written, and kind of reflect and then figure out what we need to work on moving forward to make sure we're making progress towards our goals every week. So simple, right? Just cut and dry, yeah, really. Really, really straightforward. <laughs> Couldn't be easier. I <laughs> know. I think the most important thing to note about it is that it's it's really customized, right, to the to the client. So, like, if our client prefers, you know, phone call check ins, we can do that. If they prefer written, we can do that. You know, they have our cell phone number, so they can text us if they need assistance. Whatever whatever needs to happen for that person to get to their goal, whatever mental hurdles or physical hurdles or, you know, mini goals we have to set along the way, we can kind of do that based off of, you know, what we're seeing. So I want to dive into a little bit more of Alyssa and Aaron's journey. Alyssa, let's start with you. Why don't you just give us a little bit of a self intro? Give us a little bit about your background, any diets you've tried in the past. Let's just hear a little bit of your story so far. Well, I'm an engineer um, for a government contractor. And I will literally get anywhere from like 24 to a week's notice of whether I'm traveling somewhere and that location may or may not have a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's or God forbid anything at all ever. And so (laughs) I was feeling very like unsure and uncertain in terms of how to handle my lifestyle and then have something work for me within that lifestyle instead of changing my lifestyle to work for something else. So in terms Uh, of like- (laughs) <laughs> in terms of diets that I've had in the past, I've tried Whole30, which like literally I was in the kitchen all weekend long. And so oh, I just gosh. never felt like I got a break. Like I never thought that any weekends were actually like downtime at all. It felt like work to me. Erin shaking her head. <laughs> I was actually like, I'd eat a pound of red grapes and just not even think about like, oh, well, it's all 3D approved, but like you don't have any protein or <laughs> fat in that at all. So the combination of all three is really like the key to success there. And like four hour body, I don't know if you guys have heard of this one, but it's where you eat nothing but like protein, veggies and legumes six days out of the week. And then the seventh day you go ham, you have cinnamon rolls, cake pizza, the whole thing, but (laughs) I'm not kidding. And it's a surefire way to drop like five pounds a week, but it sucks. Like the six days a week, it's just not a good balance. How long did you do uh, that for? for? Oh God. 
I think I did that for about a month and a half or so. Um, I'm impressed. It was tough. Yeah. Yeah. And no dairy either. So you had no grains, no dairy, no alcohol. Oh, they allowed you red wine, saving grace. Um, But outside of that, (laughs) it was horrible. (laughs) It was absolutely horrible. Um, Very straight. And of course, like just dabbled in different workout programs and their nutrition plans. But when you're not, and I even tried macro counting before, but without the someone in your ear telling you like, patience, young Padawan, you will get there. (laughs) You kind of just lose it. And you're like, I can't do it anymore. Um, So anyways, big accountability factor for you was to have a coach, right? Yeah, definitely. And again, just a little nudge, just being like, you're still on the right track. Like, don't panic. Just keep going. Absolutely. So tell us why a little bit of why you booked your intro call. I was honestly sick and tired of beating my head against a wall. (laughs) Uh, And that's the way I felt when it came to just nutrition and food and everything. I just, I knew that I needed something that was going to be balanced. I knew that I needed something that I could do truly long-term, not like, oh yeah, this four hour body diet is so sustainable. I just have my one cheat day and it's like, yeah, well, the six days suck until you get to the cheat day, but whatever. And the idea of cheat day, right? Like there are no cheat days really. It's, you can have what you need. And yeah, I was just so tired of putting in so much effort to make these other things work for me instead of actually having them work for me, if that makes any sense. Yeah, Um, it totally does. So, and it was also kind of like a universe thing. Speaking to me, I constantly saw you guys pop up on Instagram and I was like, I'm just going to make this call. Like universe has spoken. I'm doing it. So (laughs) we're everywhere. (laughs) All signs point to habit. That's right. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So it sounds like from a diet standpoint and just the trying of, you know, the quick five pound to 10 pound weight loss, you were looking for physical transformation from the get go. Yeah, definitely physical transformation from the get-go. I had to mentally get to the point where accepting of the fact that this needs to be something that I don't actually rely on a program in the future. Like, I don't want to rely on a program. I want to be able to trust myself and have confidence with being at a restaurant in front of a menu in a town that has like a diner and that's it and be like, okay, I can still make this work for me and get me to my goals instead of freaking out being like, I can't eat anything and saying, oh, well, screw it. I'm out here for a week. So guess the diet just isn't happening this week. Right. Well, we're going to come back to you because I want to know more, but I'm going to bounce over to Erin, Miss Nashville, and would love for you to just do the same. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, totally. Christina already mentioned I work for HBO um, in international marketing. So I also travel a lot, oftentimes to foreign countries where, you know, food is interesting. So I got a pro at that really quickly. I think the main reason sort of why I booked the call to begin with is it's kind of sad now that I think about it. I got back from our honeymoon in um, South Africa. We went on safari and my mom's like, the pictures of the animals are great, but where are the pictures of you? And it was just because I was like, I didn't want to be in pictures. It was the heaviest I had ever been. And I was like working out like three to four times a week at um, 
a local gym in Hoboken, which I loved. And like those workouts were not easy. It was like CrossFit style, like, you know, and just feeling like drained after them. I just felt like crap. And I just knew I didn't look my best. I think I was kind of always one of those people who like if I gained that five to 10 pounds, like I could lose it in like three weeks if I put my mind to it. So I think I just I needed like my body just needed a complete and utter like reset and rehaul and just kind of like learning to like appreciate food again and like realize food is fuel rather than like looking at whatever my husband was eating and being like angry he was eating it and just like mad at food. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, I just like needed to kind of have like a complete reset. I think in terms of diets, I don't think there's a diet I didn't try. Whole30 was literally, I think, I tried it four months before I got put in touch with Christina. Um, And like, literally my last weekend, I was in the fetal position on the floor of our living room, just like crying, because I was like, I can't eat anything. I can't do anything. We can't go out. We can't go anywhere. I think, you know, living in the New York area, like a lot of our life was spent going out to restaurants, socializing with friends. I, I really needed something that was like, would give me parameters because I'm the first to admit I love food. Like going off the rails for me was something very easy, but I needed something that kind of gave me structure and but like flexibility at the same time. So like if my husband was like, I don't feel like cooking, can we go out to, you know, one of the restaurants right by our house, which happened to be like an Italian place, it was very much like I could do that and I could fit whatever I needed to within that without getting like super stressed out or super like, oh my God, the weight's never going to come off. So it it was really helpful for me to kind of like retrain myself. And would you say from the get-go that you were able to kind of trust yourself to trust the process or was it like, oh my God, I can have 150 carbs and, you know, not gain weight or it wasn't, it wasn't an uphill battle for you at first? I think for me, like, I was like, wait, I'm eating more food. Like, it was very much like, I don't understand this, you know, like, growing up, you're always and I was like a cheerleader in high school and college. So it was always like, calories in versus calories out. If you want to lose weight, you eat less and you exercise more. And that's kind of just like, how I was ingrained. And it wasn't necessarily I was eating more, I was eating smarter. I think. And I think it took me, I think it took me like a couple of like months to kind of like trust the process and kind of be like, okay, this is working. It's still full disclosure makes zero sense to my mother. She like really doesn't understand it. It's hysterical. But my mom is also like a very, very skinny person who just like can eat whatever she wants. I like look at it donut and I gain five pounds. So, you know, (laughs) so I think it, it was helpful for me. Like it gave me sort of like a guideline and sort of like taught me that like, I do like carrot sticks as a snack as opposed to Fritos from the vending machine. Like it, I I needed like to learn how to make better choices again. And you're one of Christina's longest, or you were one of Christina's longest standing clients. What was it? How long were you on the program for? Uh, like a little over a year, I think. I think I just, (laughs) I needed the accountability. You know, it's very, it's, it's very hard. I, you know, my husband is the type who like, will come home, pour himself a drink, then be like, why are you having one? So I think I just needed sort of that little like, angel on my shoulder, like to like, 
be accountable to. And then I figured out like, as I got further and further, like, wait, like, just because he's having one, like, mean, I have to, or just because like, I'm going out to dinner with friends doesn't mean that like, I have to have five drinks like they're having. It was kind of like, it took me time to one, see the results and see how much better my body was moving in my workouts. And then kind of my goals changed and it became less about like the actual number on the scale and more about like how my clothes fit. Like I had like muscle tone for the first time since I was like 23. Like, you know, it was, it became more things like that rather than like a number on the scale. And like, I think the scale is like, I, it's like in the corner of my room right now collecting dust. Cause I'm just like, unless if my pants aren't fitting, like I'm not going to get on it. Right. Good for you. That's huge. It took us a long time to get here. I know it took a really there there was like some rough times I remember writing in one of my my check-ins that you know like I went to brunch with my family and I tripped and fell into a plate of like bacon cinnamon rolls you did write that I was like I was like I literally just tripped and fell into them and then like the rosé kept flowing and I obviously was like way over my macros for the day and it had to take like Christina being like it was one day it's okay I was like, I also feel like absolute shit and I like can't do anything and it's Monday, but like, it's fine. Like, let's get up and like eat some like tuna and carrot sticks and kind of just like reset my body and my body was just very angry with me that day. So I think it it took a couple of times. I think there were definitely a couple of times where that happened, but like, I think knowing that like everybody kind of like messes up and has those days but it's like if you have more good days than bad days then you'll still get there in the end I know I love that you're talking I love that you guys are talking about the fact that like you didn't just like come on and be like "Ah, I got on I lost 15 pounds and I'm feeling amazing right like no that's not how anybody's progress looks and so I mean Erin I remember the first day you bought that cute little crop top that red and white crop top and you were like I just bought a crop top for the first time <laughs> I was like what am I, was, I like, doing crying I on your tracker like I am dying <laughs> I know it's still my favorite <laughs> shirt but yeah <laughs> but it took us a minute to get there and we're here it, it took a while to get there, but I finally got there. Love. Alyssa, I know you're a little bit closer to remembering what your first couple of weeks were like. Aaron's like a vet at this point. I mean, so are you. You're 12 weeks in, but you're a little bit closer to remembering those first couple of weeks. Tell us about it. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> where did it even begin? I honestly, I'm trying to think. I think the first couple of weeks I struggled the most with fiber and I think it was the biggest like smack in the face, like, Oh shit. The quality of my food is not what I thought it was. And I definitely like when I first started out, I was not the kind of girl to enjoy vegetables. Um, to be totally honest, it was almost like, Oh God, like just really like I got to, okay, fine, I guess. And, uh, Meal prep was also a struggle, especially with traveling and everything. And I used to hate meal prep because I had it in my head that I had to do it on Sundays. Like it was Sundays were grocery shopping and then all the meal prep in all the land on Sunday. And so I would stress out about it and not want to do it. And so I just kept kind of like, eh, that's okay. Like I'll just eat out and do whatever. So those were, I think, my biggest challenges, but they were also 
turned into my biggest wins towards the end of the 12 weeks. So now for me, it's not a meal unless I have like at least 150 grams of veggies (laughs) and meal prep is scattered throughout the week. I don't, because I know that it's a stressor for me. I just kind of spread it out, just make it like a no big deal thing. And those skinny taste recipes, the sheet pan, hour and a half, boom, done, ready on a plate golden like you just can't make that stuff up so yeah i think those were some of my biggest challenges during the first couple of weeks no doubt it's not what you think it is no it is it's what not. you want it it is what you need it to be exactly like you can really adapt it and and make it work for you it's not what instagram says it is it's what you think it is and if it's an hour if it's a couple hours sparse or parsed out throughout the course of the week Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, make it work for you. I mean, Alyssa, you've been on the road, I want to say every other week of the program. Yeah. What would you say has been making you most successful in staying the course? Well, a couple quick travel tips in general. Those one protein bars you introduced me to are gold. Get yeah. yourself some of those at Target right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you're I traveling, try them. I need a favorite oh flavor. God. I need a specific on what type of flavor. Birthday cake. Hands down, go do it. The best. You'll get rainbow sprinkles all over your blouse when you're traveling, but it's worth it. (laughs) What are they called? One? One. One. And they have a ton of fiber too, by the way. Like, it's insane. But not fiber one. No, no, no. Just one. Because that's your own thing. That's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's um, some chicken jerky that I really like. It's like a chicken teriyaki ginger thing from Larissa's Kitchen that you can also get at your closest target. Um, Super high in protein, low in carb, low in sugar, which you really have to watch out for in jerky. Shocker. Um, And yeah, those. Oh, and the dried edamame that comes in clutch. If you're feeling snacky, you want nuts or whatever without the fat, get some dried edamame because those things are bomb. Nobody realizes that edamame has more protein than carbs in it. It's yeah. the greatest like life hack of all time. <laughs> it truly is. It truly is. Learn from you. So learn from the best. <laughs> did you? Did I yeah, that? you did. Yeah. Oh, wait. And I, I, girl, I'm having <laughs> hold the phone. I'm having edamame tonight. It's like nothing special. It's from Target. It's like the steam fresh. Uh-huh. 74 grams, nine carbs, three fat, three protein. What? Am I doing life from? Or what's happening? <laughs> I also have the tr- the ones that I have the Trader Joe ones too. Maybe I need to look that up. The Trader Joe's ones have like literally more okay. protein than carbs. Okay, weird. That's weird. I wonder if they like suck the protein out, <laughs> <laughs> or if they're they like grown like, in a lab liposuction <laughs> for your edamame. The dried ones are a little different. When they when they are dried, they have a little bit less protein in it, yeah. but like not. It's not like it's still a, a fantastic snack. Yeah. Wait, so Paige, I have a question for you because I'm sitting here looking at Erin and just remembering like all of these like fine coaching moments with her and just like making me feel really nostalgic. So like, can you tell me what your favorite part about coaching Alyssa has been? I think just her perseverance. Like the road hasn't been easy for you in terms of it being like what you'd want it to be, right? Like cooking your meals at home and not having family events. And, um, but that's not life. And you've continued to push past the really tough shit and 
dedicated the time and the mental energy to just keep pushing forward. And I think you had a couple of times you're like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. And I was like, but you can. Like, it's just one day at a time. And I think exactly to what you guys were saying too, like one day won't kill you if it's not spot on from a macro standpoint. So I think just the fact that you keep pushing through and you're going to keep doing that post-program and into maintenance is just been the best part to watch for sure. Love. <laughs> Paige is making a heart with her hands. And I just keep blushing and for it's fine. Listeners. I'm like, okay, it's a fan here. Let's switch the subject. I can't talk about it anymore. <laughs> You're like, no. Okay, I'll talk about Erin. My, I have a lot of favorite parts about working with Erin. One, just because like your tracker was so funny. It made me like pee my pants a lot of times, like when you would fall into bacon rolls. But I think one of the coolest things that I experienced working with you was when we like figured out what your like primo ratios were. Like when we discovered that you just eating so much fat and protein is like how you thrive and you just like going out and getting these like big, beautiful steaks with your husband and like oysters and just have like sending me photos of them and just being so excited about food and just like so excited that you just felt so good. I think those were the two. And it being a foodie, I also just like appreciate all your beautiful food pics. But I think that figuring that out was one of, I think, my favorite parts of coaching you. I think it was one of my favorite parts too. I mean, I would, we always used to, my husband and I used to joke, like if we made like chicken breasts and like a salad for dinner, I would end up eating all the chicken and he would end up eating all the salad. Like I just like gravitate towards protein naturally. So like that just like really worked for me. And like my most favorite thing in the world is like a big steak. So like when you first start and you're like lower in fat, I would just like, look at steak and be like, I really want that. So when we finally like kind of like adjusted and figured out like what really worked, it it was really good for my body. But I think it was like really good for like my sort of like mental track because things that like I told myself were off limits that weren't necessarily off limits were like totally like full on like go for it sort of a thing. I also distinctly remember one night when you went out with a friend and you got a martini and <laughs> you were like, Okay, so I had a martini and then, and I logged one, but then I was having such a good time and I really wanted to have another one. So, you know what I did, Christina? You wrote it like this in your tracker, too. You're like, I had another one. And you know what my key takeaway is? Like, I really wanted it and I really loved it. And I woke up the next morning and I hit a workout and I drank some water and everything's gonna be fine. And I was like, oh, this girl, she gets it. <laughs> I was so proud of you too. <laughs> I know. I was like, I can remember writing it. I'm like, she's probably not going to care, but I'm going to tell her I did yeah. the second one because I did. Um, You're like, let me explain myself. It was worth it. Yeah. And it was funny because I can remember, I distinctly remember that night. And I was just like, I was sitting there with my best friend and she's like looking at me like, we never go out and have like one drink. And she's like staring at me. I'm like, okay, fine. Fine, I'll do it. But yeah. So good. So Alyssa, I'd love to hear your biggest takeaway from the program to date. I mean, 12 weeks in, we're going into maintenance. Um, what would you say has been the biggest takeaway for you? And what are you looking forward to in the weeks ahead? I think my biggest takeaway from this program, I think specifically has been 
achieving a growth mindset. I'm definitely someone that has a fixed mindset. And for those that aren't, don't really know what that means, it's very like you believe in black and white, pass, fail, right, wrong. Like there's no gray area and you're just like given these God-given talents. And for you to explore outside of that, it's kind of out of your realm and not possible for you. I struggle with this at my job, like on a daily basis. Um, but this program literally beats you over the head with a ground growth mindset. So it's like, Hey, okay. So you went uh, 30 grams over your carbs today. That's really not that much of a big deal. So you can just start over tomorrow. It's like, don't beat yourself up for that. Like that's not something worth beating yourself up over and just learn from it. So what made you go over those 30 grams of carbs? Like, how do you feel after those 30 grams of carbs? If you feel really good, okay, we'll go a couple of days and see if it really made you feel that good. <laughs> but, you know, like just learning from each day instead of looking at each day as a failure, learning it, just taking it as a learning opportunity to know your body better and how it makes you feel has been my biggest takeaway. Alyssa has been so honest and just really vulnerable in the entire process too. I mean, we text probably every day, which I love because you, you tell me everything. And I feel like that has really allowed me to coach you to the best that I can too. You've asked the right questions, not that there's a wrong question, but you've asked questions to propel you further into your progress. And so I just commend you so much. You've been such a joy to work with. Thank you. <laughs> Aaron, how about you? I love Paige, by the way. I want to be here when I grow up. I just have to <laughs> say that out loud. Something we say on every episode is Paige for Prez, so we get it. <laughs> Paige for Prez, yes. She always signs on, and Natalie and I are like, oh, you're so beautiful. We love you so <laughs> much. Always put together, always looking like a diamond. We're j- I'm always over here just like being like, hi. Oh I'm <laughs> <Hi. Hi. laughs> like, Christina, are you in bed? I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> I know, I okay, but you also look like so all good. of you. I'm like, are you kidding? Guys, we've got a really hot bunch here today. You guys are missing out on the visuals. Yeah. That's for sure. Seriously, Erin, instead of doing your big takeaways, because I feel like we kind of talked a little bit about that for you. Why don't you talk a little bit about your what your life post program has looked like for you in terms of like loose tracking or not tracking at all? Yeah. So I think life post program was very crazy for me. Full disclosure, I was in the middle of the move. My mom was kind of struggling with some health issues. It was like an extremely stressful time. So When I first got off the program, I, to be honest, really wasn't paying that much attention. I just, there's other things I felt like I need to focus on. And then like, probably like three weeks later, I was like, wait a second, you've made all this progress. Like, what are you doing? Like, you don't need the pizza. Like, you don't need the extra wine. Like, calm down for a second. And I kind of, I think what the program gave me were like the tools just kind of like rein it in. So like, you know, I was working out and I just like, wasn't feeling it. I would, my body wasn't doing what it used to be able to do. And I was like, okay, so like, you need to like, keep it back to basics. So like, very simple, like, you know, a, a like a carrot, I keep going to carrots, carrots are sitting right in front of me. And I like really want to eat them, but I can't right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I keep mentioning carrots. But like, or like, a, like, let's just like, take it down. So like a sheet pan dinner would be like, let's put some salmon and broccoli and maybe have a little bit of brown rice. If you're still hungry on the side, like, let's keep it like, 
super, super simple. I think because I do love to cook, I was making things too complicated. And I think whenever like it seemed to get overwhelming for me, especially without having like Christina's guidance and like I used to refer to her as my therapist because it was like I was feeling like I wasn't even talking about like food things anymore. It was just like life Um, to like not overcomplicate it and just like go with a lean protein, go with some sort of vegetable, go with some sort of carb because I'm like really bad at eating carbs like I wish I was, but like I'm like really, really bad at them. (laughs) So and just like kind of like rein it in and tell myself that like, you know, like, let's get like three or like, let's get like four or five consistent days and take it from there and kind of just like focus on like whole mm-hmm. healthful foods rather than yeah. making things too complex. Breaking it down. Yeah. Because I think, I think without sort of like the little angel of Christina on my shoulder, sometimes I just get like overwhelmed and I'd be like measuring everything to like, I got like a little like crazy. So now like, when I food prep at the beginning of the week, I cut up like a bunch of strawberries because I know that they're like going to be a good sweet snack, but I'm not necessarily yeah. weighing them. Like, yeah. I'm not weighing them anymore, right. but like you can kind of start to like, my husband and I used to have like kitchen competitions of like who could eyeball and weigh the amount that was like actually <laughs> needed. After a while, like you're like, okay, that's like 20 grams or like that's whatever. So I think now it's more about like eyeballing and just making sure like you're incorporating like a like a vegetable, a protein, and like some sort of fat. Did your husband track with you? No, he was. I have to say, he was like super, super supportive, and he yeah. lost weight too just yeah. by like eating what I cooked. So, but he was like very supportive. If like I was too tired, he would like weigh things out and cook dinner. I think he kind of had to learn the hard way because he put too much olive oil in something like in my first three weeks. And like I had like a freak out. I was like, I can't eat that anymore. But you know, that's not really what the program is about. But I think I was just like adjusting. I was like, oh my God, I'm like three grams of fat over for the night. What am I going to do? But you know, you have to learn that like those three grams of fat, like you're eating something that's better than what you would have probably eaten anyways. So you're fine. I love everything you just said. That is so. Oh, yeah, it's so special. It's seriously well. It's great because it's like you took what you needed. You took those like basics from the program, right? You like took your basic like meal building, your balanced meal building. You took like okay, I don't need like a complete overhaul of my diet reset. I just need to like be a little consistent for a few days to like get back to feeling good. And I think that's like the hardest part. Like once you like fall off the wagon per se, it's like getting back on and being consistent about it is like really. I, for me, at least it was the hardest part, but I feel like yeah. I'm in a good place now. And like, I have to say for me, one of the things I liked the most, which is the complete opposite of Alyssa, was meal prep planning and meal prepping on Sundays. It was like my thing. It was my routine. And I have to say like, Lily loves macros. Pork is amazing. We talked about it earlier. <laughs> but what I what I really like to do is I make two batches at once and then I freeze one batch in like different portions so if we're having like a really really busy week or like because we travel like Christina knows like we're gone almost every week going somewhere you can just come home and defrost it and you have something like healthy available even if you might not have anything in your Pro fridge tip I think she, that, that speaking of that should be your macro hack yeah that's probably should have been my macro hack I like Let's live out of my kick freezer. it off and get to that segment already 
That's your macro hack of the week. So let's talk about the <laughs> Sorry, macro hack of the week. <laughs> Paige, since you're the host, I think you should go first. So we don't forget you. This okay. So easy salad dressing is my macro hack of the week. I've just been kind of experimenting in the kitchen a little bit when it comes to salads. I've been eating salads like it's my job um, the last two months. So I was doing a little research. I do half a tablespoon, even less actually than half a tablespoon sometimes, depending on the portion that I have. Um, A little drizzle of lemon juice, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of black black pepper and mix it all together and use it as a gorgeous little salad dressing for just about any salad you want. And it's so yummy, so fresh, and it's not something that you have to buy and worry about anything being processed in there. So yum. Christina, what's yours? Well, to add on top of your, I have two. One, to add on top of your salad dressing thing, my new fave thing to put in salad dressing is sweet pickle juice. Sweet pickle juice. Tell me more. Yeah, I like, don't know, you know about like, this girlfriend. Yes, I promise you. Literally, girl, get on board. So, okay. You know, like sweet pickles? No. Like gherkins? Like, like yeah, like gherkins. I hate gherkins. Okay, you're a serial killer. Butter, <laughs> butter pickles. Like butter, like bread and butter pickles. Oh, oh, oh. oh I pickles. like those. Those are okay, yeah. Oh, they're so good. So, when you're making a honey mustard, if you take... Dijon mustard, a little bit of light olive oil, some white vinegar, and instead of putting honey, you put so you just pour a little bit of that pickle juice in there. Hold on, back up. So this is a honey mustard dressing. It's not like a sweet pickle dressing. No, it's a like a honey mustard. Oh, I'm on board. It's like a it's like a honey mustardy vinaigrette style. Okay, okay. I thought you were literally like guys, <laughs> sweet pickle salad dressing. And I'm like, get the fuck out. What? <laughs> I pour pickle juice over my like grains though. I'll pour it in like bulgur or like over like other things. It, I'm telling you, it just gives like a really beautiful acidic flavor and the very developed palate. It's fine. Anyway. So wait, was that my actual macro? Trying to one up No, me? my, yes. No, <laughs> my actual. Well, I did just discover the pickle thing this week and it like blew my mind. John was like, what's in this vinaigrette? I was like, pickle juice. He's like, you're so weird, but this is great. Anyway, my actual macro hack is customizing your MyFitnessPal diary. Because as Paige just mentioned a couple weeks ago, they my fitness pal upgraded their interface. It's like really chic and yeah, it's like chic and beautiful now, which like it's about time. So I customize. So I don't know if people do this, but you can customize how many meals you have and what the names of the meals are. So like right now, my diary has five sections and the sections are coffee just copied over one every single day. I'm serious. It's co- I'll show it to you. It's, it's so coffee. aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because my coffee has stuff in it and it's, and my breakfast is always different, but my coffee is always the same. So it's just like coffee and it's like my coffee, my peptides and my almond milk. And then it's breakfast, lunch, snacks, dinner. Snacks. <laughs> Those are my five categories. Snacks. So adjust how many meals you have based off of what you like to eat and name them and just like make it your own. Do you. So do you. To one up your one up. Oh, (laughs) do it. Lose it has been letting you do this for years. (laughs) No, my fitness pals always let you do it, but it's just more beautiful now. (laughs) Natalie just did a mic drop literally with her microphone. (laughs) 
First of all, Lose It literally sucks. I don't know You're why people lying. like it. Lose It is so great. It is not great. It's it terrible. It's not. You have been able to customize your meals literally from the get-go. No, you could always do that with my fitness pal too, but it just like I'm just saying it's my hack now and also mentioning that their interface is more beautiful now. Even though Lose It's has always been beautiful, but it's just not as intuitive. Are you kidding? There's emojis. It's not as user-friendly. It's There's not. Emojis. Guys, the debate continues. It's not. How, okay, out of the five people on this chat, who uses my fitness pal and who loses it? Who uses lose it? Oh, everybody except for Natalie. Just wait. Just guys, there's literally emojis. Like when you log your food, it's like there's pictures. Erin's a media guru. She doesn't even know it exists. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Terrible. Terrible. Anyway, (laughs) my macro hack is. Having eating windows versus snacking. So hear me out. It's like my new goal and has been my goal for like the last six months to actually like just be done with snacking because I have noticed that I do not need this. It is literally something that I do when I'm just like feeling a certain way or like in the mood for food. Like it's not serving me. So I'm trying to fix this habit, but also am trying to be realistic with the fact that like cutting out snack foods and eating like snack meals is just like not going to happen. So my hack has been like, if I'm having a day where I'm like just super snacky and I'm like, I just want to eat snacks. I don't want to eat a full meal. Like taking my like eating windows. So where it would normally be like, I'd have breakfast and then a snack and then lunch and then a snack and just being like, okay, there's still just like three or four windows in the day where I'm eating. And if they're snacks, great. But like not having it so that like I'm constantly eating throughout the day. Oh, okay. This is my hack. It's been working for me. So I have a quick question on that. Do you, do you log you? I think you've, you've been saying that you've been logging after you eat. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you don't even think about what snack you're going to have for the day. I mean, I'm still like trying to like hit my macros. Right. But I'm Like, for example, I'll use like the other day, for example, on Sunday, I was like eating snacks, like basically the whole day to like make my macros work. But instead of eating like eight times throughout the day, I was like, I'm eating four times throughout the day. And by doing that, it reduced like that whole like, okay, breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, you know what I mean? Like just that like constant flow of eating. So is it like a window? Like, like, is it like, okay, I'm only eating snacks from eight to 12 and from 12 to two, I'm not allowed to eat anything? No, it's like, you know, when you like sometimes you start snacking and you're like, oh, I'm just going to have a quick snack, like a hundred cal, like whatever. But it doesn't end that way. You're like, I just snacked my whole dinner away. So, yeah. Right. So then it's like 300 calories later, you're like, well, shit, now I can't eat dinner. And that's just like the worst feeling. So it's like if I did that like 300 calorie like snack thing at what would normally be like lunch or dinner time, it's like, okay, well, that was... Like that was that, like I did that happen. So like, is there anything else I can like add in to make this a little bit more balanced or like, am I over my calories or whatever it is? So like, just like kind of readjusting in the moment to be like, oh, well that was lunch then. And like making it work in that moment. I don't, it's is a hard thing to explain, but are you getting kind of what I'm saying? No. Okay, cool. Great. See you next week. Not really, but because it just sounds like, yeah, if you just like snacked a bunch, like obviously you have to reassess and figure out how to hit your macros by the end of the day. 
but in the moment, like instead of being like, oh, I just had like double the amount of snack I was going to have, but I'm still going to have dinner or like now I need to like totally take dinner out the window. It's like, okay, I just like went over a little bit. So like now what do I add in or like what do I like take out so that you're not like ending the day like overeating or like totally screwed on macros. Okay, bye. I'm going to go start my own podcast now. I feel like what you're describing has nothing to do with eating windows, but at the same time, that's okay. Here's the thing. Here's what I appreciate about Nat. Like I'm so literal, literal when it comes to a macro hack and Nat always goes like the extra mile in terms of like making it a lifestyle thing. And I'm just like, here's how to make a salad dressing. And Nat's like, me too. High in the sky. Like you've got this type of hack. And I really appreciate that about you. (laughs) Totally. But a lot of times I feel like I have no idea what you're talking about. I know. I know. And that's because, Christina, you and I, girlfriend, two totally different brains and mindsets with this shit. Here we go back to the personality tests. Oh, my God. (laughs) Holy shit. All right, Alyssa, close this out with a macro hack. Wrap it up. That makes sense. I have a confession. I have a huge sweet tooth, especially like it's just been habitual to have like a little piece of chocolate or something after lunch and dinner. Um, and I've been recently really trying to cut that ish out. (laughs) I've I've resorted to, I understand that the habit is really just like a way of treating myself after the meal. And so I'm trying to shift the mindset of thinking tea as my little like ending type thing sweet treat thank you how's that going so pick and usually literally everything for me everything caffeine is the answer so after lunch you know what do you got and I have people at work laugh at me because I think I have like six different tins of loose leaves tea up in my cabinet so I have a variety to choose from and then uh after dinner if I'm still feeling like especially when I'm PMSing I feel like I can eat for a family of 5. So in order to keep my macros in control it's after dinner what tea am I drinking so that way I don't reach for a little piece of seeds candy or something like that. That's a really good one cuz it's like you like physically have to do it like you have to like boil the water and like make it and it's like a a little ritual. Yeah, definitely ritualistic uh just literally like a little psych 101 hack trick for you to just (sighs) trick your mind into thinking that it's a treat when even though you're not getting chocolate sad day but you know do what you can honestly the same thing Alyssa. i actually just bought the tazo lemon do you say is it tazo tea that's what i that's how i say it yeah tazo lemon loaf cake tea lemon loaf cake what it tastes like literal dessert no. Does it taste like watery? Though? It doesn't. This is no. always my question with flavored tea. I, I, this was my problem too. I never really enjoyed tea until like two years ago. And I've been slowly like trying to get into more of like the really healthy teas, but I still really like a nice like peach tea or that country peach at your house, girl. Oh my God. It was so good. <laughs> but this lemon loaf cake, I, I think it's called, yeah. it's in like a purple and yellow box blew my mind. I was like, damn, this is good. So I'm trying to do the same. And I, I feel you, Alyssa. Feel yeah, girl. Great. You guys, Amazing. thank you so much for coming. This was Seriously, a blast. Thank you. An absolute blast. I get to see your beautiful faces. We are going to just 
nail this podcast episode. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, guys, thank you for being here. This has been like such a treat. Seriously. No problem. Thank you. On the next episode, do you guys know what we're talking about on that? I actually episode? don't. So please tell, tell me. us. Yeah. We're talking about our stories, you guys. So we've struggled, cried, won some, we've lost more, but we're here and we've succeeded. People are so really going to want to tune into all of ours. <laughs> yeah. You, you have to tune in. You're in it. Just tune in. Listen to all of our stories, how we found macros, what our journeys have looked like, where we're going, what we're currently doing. Just like a little little tidbits on who we are and what we stand for. Oh, yeah. Hurrah. <laughs> 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 Two, one, go. Cauliflower gnocchi. You said that last week. Did you I? love cauliflower gnocchi. You're out of control. Oh my God. And I had one bite, one. And I was like, hell to the no. Like trashing the entire <laughs> box. It's not one protein. I just can't do it. I thought um, you were going to say you were like shitting or like farting the rest of the day. Terrible. Another reason why Natalie is a serial killer. <laughs> I'm fired. Apparently. Wait, that was the, that was <laughs> not the your seventh macro time. She just no. said, I'm one-upping your macro no. hack. I was just trying to stir the pot and be an asshole. That wasn't my actual hack. <laughs> okay, I know your you actual hack. Okay. Mission accomplished. It's not, an, it's not an episode unless I'm trying to be a dick. Okay. <laughs>